0: This is Dr. What? Dr. Where? Stories of Rural Medicine. It's the podcast exploring what it's like to live, work and train in rural medicine across regional Victoria. This series, we're looking at ways you can take your professional practice to a new level, no matter where your career is at. Even if it's yet to begin, we'll be bringing you valuable insights from a whole range of voices in regional medicine. AMA Victoria's Emerging Leader Program is a great way to advance your career. Right from the beginning, the skills this program helped develop not only develop leadership skills like the name suggests, but a whole range of professional skills to give your career an excellent foundation. This episode's guest, Dr. Ruby Marslin, completed the Emerging Leader program last year and says the wide range of skills covered in this program have been incredibly helpful as she continues on with her career path this year.
1: The opportunity to be a, I guess, a test run on this Emerging Leaders group was one that I wouldn't want to miss. The AMA and the Northwest Regional Training Hub. Her fantastic relationship and the hub is so great at advocating for us to be involved in professional development opportunities. And this leadership development course seemed very unique and an excellent opportunity for a junior doctor like myself, who at the time was an intern, to kind of build this skill set and um, I guess practical skills to embed in my day-to-day work.
0: What were some of the skills you were able to develop or get across while you were running through this program?
1: I think the main skills were, I mean, there was some core skills. There was the fundamental skills that you use in a day-to-day leadership or I guess your workplace, self-awareness, communication Specific things they focused on were the importance of self-care and self-awareness in being an effective leader and how important that was. And I thought it was a really important point to focus on. Also, I guess, the importance of psychological safety in the workplace, how to build professional networks and find yourself a mentor to guide you through your journey as a junior doctor and transition into perhaps a more senior role. And as well as a number of other important content, including how to kind of lead sustainable change in your workplace and overcome workplace challenges. Particularly good practical session we had on dealing with conflict in the workplace and how to give effective feedback. And it was really good because I'd never really thought about like the importance of having those specific nuanced skills and how even in my role as a very junior doctor, I could use that and kind of improve my practice and relationships with my other colleagues as well so I found that all very helpful.
0: That's a pretty wide gamut of skills that yeah it's quite wide
1: <laughs> but that's I think why it was so good there was quite a small group of us which made it quite intimate and a very safe environment to kind of talk about all these varied content areas um, particularly the topic of self-care and self-awareness and people were very vulnerable with their responses. And I think it made the discussions and ultimately what you got out of the course so much richer because it was such a comfortable environment led by such a fantastic lady, Dr. Anna Clark. And she was just fantastic at leading these discussions. So it was just, yeah, very diverse, but so, so important to have that diversity. I think it's sometimes forgotten
0: given the breadth of skills that you're trying to get across, it can be pretty challenging just on its own as you're wrapping up medical school and getting into intern training. What was it like being able to participate in this program while you're also juggling all of that new experience?
1: Yeah, um, it's a good, good point. It was the transition from medical school to intern year is quite ginormous. I did this program probably mid to late, of my intern year. I think it was a really fantastic time to do it. It allowed me to actually probably enact the things I've learned from it more this year um, and act on them early on. And I can actually notice I've got a significant increased focus on these certain elements that pop up in a day-to-day environment. And I think that ultimately, Whilst it was difficult to sometimes balance on top of a workload and shift work having to have sessions, they were so flexible because they were online as well, but it's given me such a fantastic kind of tool belt of skills, practical and soft skills that I can use in my practice um, and kind of day-to-day, I guess, approach to work and working with others at work as well, yeah. Yeah.
0: How have you found applying these skills and having them developed at such an early stage in your career?
1: I think it's never too early to develop these skills. And I think whilst some people forget that we actually are leaders in our profession and within our workplace, medicine is such a unique career where you're constantly, I guess, immersed in an environment where there is people more senior than you and more junior with medical students and more senior doctors as well. So an allied health staff that you work quite collaboratively with. And whether you have a formal leadership role or not, the skills that are taught in the Emerging Leaders Programme focus on how you as an individual can work with your workplace community to kind of improve the whole system your workplace cohesiveness like it's it's so systemic not just focus on an individual and I think it's definitely never too early to kind of focus on these skills and I think if I was to do this again maybe in like three to five years time I would learn more skills and approach it from almost a different perspective like as a more senior or training junior doctor at the time. Um, So I think it's an important thing to take a moment to focus on. And I think it would only help and enrich any junior doctor's practice to kind of have the the skills that have been taught by the Emerging Leaders Program.
0: I know it is early days, but looking at where (laughs) your career is headed, have you had an interest in any sort of leadership role or was this just helpful in developing more broader sort of skills?
1: I think it works both ways. It's definitely developed my skills in a general sense. These little nuances that I can add to my day-to-day work, um, things like kind of creating a safe environment and improving communication within teams and between teams, and how to kind of deal with conflict more effectively in the workplace, things like that. This year, I have taken on the role of the president of the Bendigo HMO Society. I was involved last year as um, one of the subcommittee members, but I decided to take on the challenge of being the president. And I think it's been a blessing that I've had such a great foundation to kind of build upon whether you have a formal or informal leadership role within the workplace, whether you're perhaps a registrar or a more senior or junior consultant, like there's always leadership opportunities in the workplace. And I think that having had the experiences and tools learnt in this program, I think it's just given me real life, practical and like realistic things to actually enact in my kind of workplace, my meetings, like liaising between different bodies and groups as well. I think it was so authentic that it is practical and I guess an essential part of any leadership role, whether it's formal or informal, really.
0: The other aspect that you've mentioned is the mentoring side of things. So Mm -hmm. has this helped you get set up with a mentor or has it sort of just helped you develop an approach to that sort of mentorship relationship that's pretty crucial to a medicine pathway?
1: Yeah, and I I think I knew it was important, but I didn't realise how important it is. And Anna really focused on the importance of building your professional network and how wide your professional network actually is, um, wider than you think. And I really did take on this advice and kind of having some difficulty choosing which career pathway to try next year. I've managed to have, I guess, proper conversations and approach senior doctors that I find quite personable and relatable to, to get um, some time to get practical advice from them. And I think in doing that subconsciously, I have started to build this professional network and it's, yeah, actually made a huge difference in helping support my like personal well-being and like I don't know if career well-being is a word but I feel like it should be (laughs) but I think it's definitely helped me so much more and I think I've finally got the kind of guts to go out and kind of enact these principles that I know are existing but now I can see the true importance and benefit of following through
0: the self-care aspect that's a pretty crucially important part of any career but certainly when you're starting your training journey it can be pretty easy to push that aside in favor of developing your career Mm. so how did this program help with working through those sort of issues that you face as an early career doctor
1: yeah so Anna Anna did places quite a strong focus on the importance of particularly self-awareness and how it's so crucial to being an effective leader and um, how self-care and your um, self-awareness work so hand in hand, I guess it has provided me with an insight into the importance of reflection and having your support network, your professional network, to also aid your self-care, how to kind of link yourself with people who support you, how to debrief with those either colleagues or, um, I guess, personal relationship, family, friends or in the outer workplace environment, but also to take time to recognise when you're finding things difficult, how to recognise when you are starting to show signs of burnout, particularly in the period of COVID, which is obviously still very much lingering. I think a lot of junior doctors faced quite significant burnout and I think that Anna really was quite realistic and empathetic in listening to people's discussions. We had quite vulnerable discussions about how people manage their self-care or actually manage their self-care quite poorly but it was just fantastic to kind of have this enlightenment on the importance of self-awareness and how you can kind of sit down and either jot things down or talk through it with someone else or have a coffee with a colleague or something like that but I think it's so crucial to have that embedded in a program like this because in order to be a leader you can't neglect your self-care and to look after others in the workplace you need to look after yourself ultimately so I think that's yeah really highlights the importance of those elements
0: pretty much any medical student or junior doctor will be looking at all kinds of different things they can do in their early career to perhaps give them an advantage, particularly if they're chasing a competitive pathway. Mm -hmm. Has this had an influence on providing some sort of advantage to helping you advance your career pathway?
1: I think so. Um, Whilst it might be subtle, I think that it's encouraged me to step up to a more senior position next year to also take on the role of president in the Benigar HMO Society and kind of have more self-confidence as a PGY2 junior doctor um, in the hospital place. But I think that it's enabled me to at least feel confident in myself and add to my skill set as a junior doctor. And ultimately, it's enriching my skill set, making me a more self-aware junior doctor and applying those skills in my day-to-day workplace, whether it's perhaps less obvious because you do it on such a day-to-day basis. But I think it's absolutely been such a fantastic opportunity that's only enriched my skills and made me, I guess, have a stronger tool belt of skills in the future as well.
0: Thanks for listening. You can find out more about the study and training opportunities across regional Victoria by heading to monash.edu forward slash medicine forward slash rural health. This episode was part of a series of conversations with doctors in regional Victoria. There's more episodes available which focus on a wide range of medical specialties. We're available anywhere you find good podcasts. The Northwest Victoria and Gippsland Regional Training Hubs have commissioned this podcast to help medical students and junior doctors learn more about training and practising medicine in regional Australia. There are hubs all across the country. To find out where your nearest Regional Training Hub is, visit the link in the episode show notes or just search Regional Training Hubs. This podcast was brought to you by Monash Rural Health, edited by Emily Crawford and presented by Patrick Laverick. That's me and it was made possible by funding from the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Program at the Commonwealth Department of Health.